Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. And today, guys, you are going to love this brand Flex Screen and their product. You can put even more than that. You're going to love the guy who's here. Joe Altieri is on with me today. And Joe, it is so great to have you. I'm so excited that you're here. You're the founder and CEO of this amazing company. And you've got so much to share with our audience. I'm just super excited to unpack it with you. We are going to have some fun today. I guarantee you that. If nothing else, you and I are going to have fun. And you're going to go the ride, which is, which is a blast. So I love it, man. I, I was looking forward to this one for so many reasons. Um, and, and, and just knowing you and your background and what you, kind of your approach to thinking about things, I, I love and it gets me super excited. So let's do this. Um, I, I, you know, in doing my homework on you, I saw you haven't always been just the founder and CEO of FlexScreen, which is an amazing brand we're going to get to. But dude, you were like in national sales and you were in marketing before you were an entrepreneur. Share with us that story. Yeah, I, uh, I've actually been in the window and door industry for about 20 years. And uh, so for most of my career, I was a, an independent sales rep. So um, for those of people that are out there, you know, other than founding your own company and doing that stuff, the independent sales reps are the ones that make the money. So nice. <laughs> I was told that a long time ago. Like, if you want to make money, be good at sales. And so uh, that's what I did. I, I sold pieces and parts to window manufacturers. So if it, if it was needed on a window to produce it, I sold it. And one of the things that I sold most of was window screens. Of course. So yeah, every every window has to have a screen on it. And all the window manufacturers long time ago used to make their own screens. So they would make windows over here and they make screens over here. And what has happened over the last you know, 10, 12 years is most of them have outsourced that. So now there's these huge window screen companies that make the screens for, again, all the big brand window guys that you know. And I was an independent rep for one of those. So that's how I got into uh, the window screen industry, this, this little niche industry out there that everybody, nobody knows about, but everybody, everybody needs it. (laughs) Yes, everybody. Exactly. So no one thinks that there's people that make window screens. Like who makes window screens? I don't know. I mean, you're right. You're the first person I've met. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now. Okay. Did you like the industry? And like when you were in it, were you like, this is so much fun. I love window screens and everything about it. Or was it just like the thing you were doing at the time? It was just, it was a thing that I was good at. I don't know how else to say it. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it's it. one of those things where, where I didn't find it. It found me, you know, I, I don't know. But there's, there's only like three window screen geeks in the world. And, and you happen to be <laughs> right one. now. I'm like the king of them because of, of Shark Tank and all oh that my stuff. Gosh. But, but no, it was just, it, it was just a, something that I fell into that I was really good at selling. Um, you know, again, the, the, the way that you sell something like that is like, Hey, you're making this today. I'm going to make it for you tomorrow and no one's going to know the difference. Right. And I'm going to show you that I can, I can save you money. And I was just good at it. So, you know, the company that I was working for, they had to open up manufacturing plants and stuff to keep up with the sales and, and my territories and, and stuff like that. So, um, 
yeah, it was just uh, no one else cared. And I cared about that industry. <laughs> about so. window screens. Okay, yeah. so you're working in the industry, which is so obviously you had good insight to how it works. Like you could get into yep. the nuts and bolts and details, which is, you know, I have a lot of entrepreneurs on our show and not all of them like worked in the industry they were in before they started a company. So, for example, right. you know, a food, per, food product, they may not have been working in food before they had an idea, though, and they went and figured it out. But you were in the industry, so it had to give you a leg up. So how did you decide to go and do your own thing versus stick with the the legacy role that you had? Yeah. So, um, well, just to back up real quick, you had mentioned something interesting because through, through uh, again, you, you know, we're going to talk about Shark Tank at some point, but through that experience, there's been a lot of people that have reached out to me for advice and things like that. And one thing I get asked all the time is if I'm not in my industry, if, there, if I, you know, if I in, in, invented something that went on cars, right? How, how do you get, how do you make that, that jump? Sure. And, um, man, the people that do that, I have so much respect for them because, uh, again, I, it was, this was in my, in my industry, in my wheelhouse. I happened to invent something there, but to go out and knock on doors of an industry that you don't know, man, kudos to those people because that, that takes a lot. That's, that's, that's amazing. Good, that's some good feedback. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I didn't really think of it that way, but I could see how like, that that is even a, a even greater challenge, right? Having to not only have this idea about how to figure out how to bring it to life. Okay, so but you, yep. so <laughs> I you're, was. you're working yes. in the in the the brand in the business. Yep. How did you decide to do your own thing? Well, uh, it was a hobby. I I was um, so it, with window screens. They're painted aluminum, right? So old style traditional window screens pre-flex screen window screens are painted aluminum and it's a terrible substrate to have on a modern window right. so it, it, they get scratched they get dented well, they and, don't and fit exactly you know what i mean or right. they have those little round things like you know talking about those parts on the bottom we had all of those and, and it's a huge financial burden for the window manufacturers so i was selling to the window manufacturers and every every hundred screens that i sold to them um, you know, three to five of those screens would have to be repaired or replaced before they actually got to the homeowner. So it's a three to 5% reject rate on a product that I'm selling. So, wow. and I'm selling thousands and thousands and thousands every single day. And so, and, and some of our customers, we're shipping to them 24 hours a day. So in, in three o'clock in the morning, you know, a bunch of window screens show up at my customer's door and they're all damaged. I'm getting a phone call. Like literally my wife's like, oh, you bad screens again, huh? I'm like, so, I, you know, I'd have to deal with it as a frontline salesperson. Right. So this just started as a, as a something just to go, there has to be a better way. There has to be something that's not going to get damaged as easy as this product that we've been using. And by the way, it's been a hundred years. Their first window screens, metal window screens with a rubber spline, which is what most people have on their windows, sure. was inv invented in the early 1900s. Wow. Um, so no innovation really in no that No innovation space. for over a hundred years. I, you know, I hadn't so, thought about it, but you're, I think you're right. I can't think of anything new except for the, 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 the metal screens that I've known for years, right? Yep. Yeah, there's just there just hasn't been been anything new. So this was just a like I said, it was just a hobby. I, I had some space in my garage. I set up a little workshop, and then I'd go to Lowe's and go, "Can I make a screen out of that? Can I make a screen out of that? Can I make a screen ah, out of that?" Interesting. And okay. so, um, so it took me about two years. And uh, when I came out with what I call my duct tape and bubble gum prototype, right? So this is like literally things that <laughs> two years that, in. Uh, could, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, 
And, and so, uh, you know, I was able to show it off to some people in our industry, right? So people that I trust, I had them sign an NDA just because when I, when I first got the first one, I was like, Oh, this is neat. (laughs) Am I I biased? (laughs) You know, am I like, this is two years of labor of love for me. Am I biased? Is this, is, am I sure that I have something? Is somebody else going to think that I have something? Or surely someone else has already come up with this, right? I mean, well, yeah, that's the other thing is like, I'm not this smart. There is no possible way. (laughs) I didn't say that. It was just like my mind I'm some knucklehead in Pittsburgh. Like, there is no possible way that I invented this, you know? Like, uh, no. I think it's cool. So go ahead. So you get some product, you're trying different things out. Was it initially kind of the, did it work the way it does today? Or how did it work kind of that initial version? Yeah, it, it it worked that way, but but it it looked ugly. <laughs> so you know the the first uh, the first ones that that I made um, were inspired by an electrician that was putting a an outlet in my house. So so our our frame uh, material is flexible, it. right? So it's flex yep. screen, right? It flexes. Yep. Um, and the, the core of it is high carbon oil tempered spring steel, right? So okay. it's, 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 it's springs, right? Got it. And so uh, an electrician was putting an outlet in my office at my house and um, he had a fish tape. I don't know if you've ever seen that electrician's have, fish tape, I a have, metal yep. one, right? And he's feeding it down through the, feeding it down through the wall um, and he pulls it out and I'm watching him do this. I'm, I'm watching him pull it out and 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 I had never seen that before. I, I I had seen like the fiberglass ones, but I had never seen a metal one before. Right. I'm like, where can I buy those? Where where, where can I buy <laughs> right. that? Lowe's. And he's like Lowe's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go to right. Lowe's. So I went up, and and if you've seen them, you know they reel up like a almost like a um, uh, oh man, uh, a tape measure, like right? a tape measure, yeah, yeah. tape measure, right? Because right? yep. so it reels up inside. Yeah. And so I went up to Lowe's, bought six of them because that's what they had in stock, right? <laughs> With <laughs> and, dust, they were covered in dust. <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. Right. And. Uh, so I, uh, I, I pr- took him home and I opened up the first one. And when you open up the, at least like a hundred feet of spring of steel in there, yeah. right? And yep. it was like, boom, just like opened up, like <laughs> I had this big rat's nest, you know, taking up my whole, um, but that's Mistake. what was, that, the first one was made out of that. Um, wow. the first one that, that worked the, the first that's one that I went, cool. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, it was that and double face tape. Like that's how I made, um, now, now again, they were, yeah, try, trying to figure out how to bend the corners. I had to figure out how to retemper steel, which again, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a bit, I went to school for business. I'm, I'm not, Dude, like, I'm not a metallurgist. Though. Come on, Penn State. You know? Yeah, you know. So I did. I heat. I heated it up, and then I cooled it down with ice, and you know, it was, it was like these crazy <laughs> things that I did. That's actually kind you know? of funny. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so I, I I had this thing that was ugly, but it was functional, and I showed it off and and some of my, again, at that time there were customers and they're like, man, this is pretty cool. So, okay. Um, that's what I was going to say. So when you created this, I'll call it a prototype, did you yep. make more than one or did you say, okay, oh, no. look, a couple of my friends, I want to show you this. What do you guys think? How did that, what was the feedback? <laughs> so, uh, so I had, I had one, um, that, that, that was the ugly prototype. We'll call it the ugly prototype. Um, once I was like, okay, I think I have something here. Um, but then I had to figure out how to make it, which again, going from, ugly prototype to real prototype. And again, something that was produced almost the same way that we make them today. Um, took me about a year um, to, to get wow. to that point. So yeah. everyone listening, two years to get to prototype, another year to get to where it was, oh, I won't even say saleable, right? But somewhat yeah. replicable. 
somewhat replicable wow. to, but to the point where I had three prototypes made. All right. Um, and I, uh, because I couldn't have any more made, that was like, that was it. That was all I could, 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 could do. So I actually like created a case for this thing. So now I'm flying around the country. I'm putting, you know, 200,000 miles a year on my car, knocking on doors going, check this thing out. Right. (laughs) But I had three of them. Right. So I had like two under lock and key at home and I had one that I would bring out to show to people. And there are people like, Hey, can I get a sample that? Nope. No, we have three. (laughs) This is is it. Like, Oh my God. But you're right though. Everyone kind of wants a sample to be mailed. Yeah. Yeah. And and especially in an industry that hadn't changed for over a hundred years. Right. So, so you have something that, you know, a lot of people in our industry, like, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of thing. Um, but the people that saw, they saw potential in it, you know, they wanted to start talking about it and 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 start getting it out in front of their customers. And I'm like, look, I can't, I can't make any more of these. And and then there was this point where my investor, and, and I had gotten some investors. So in between ugly prototype and the three, we'll call them production prototypes, sure. right? In between there, I'd, I'd brought on some investors to help me get this ahead, right? So how did that um, process work? So when I had the, again, we'll call it the ugly prototype, right? Um, I showed, started showing it off to, again, some people in our, our industry. And there was a, there was a company that, that makes equipment in the window and door industry. And they, they saw great potential in it. They're like, man, we can probably make some equipment for this and, and charge royalties and, and all this stuff. And, and they made me an offer on the technology. Um, okay. I had I had sure. a patent application. Again, this is this is just me. This is right. me and my family, right? right? Me <laughs> two years into the third year, then patent application. Yep. Yeah. Right. And and so um, they made me a, a decent offer. Again, what I thought was decent at the at the time. And and I I not an, I have no idea. Right. I'm a sales guy. So um, I went to a family friend and said, Look, this is. I have this offer. Can can I sit down with you for for a couple hours and, and right. just give me some talk coaching. about this? Yeah, yeah. Just, just let me bounce this off. You have some. You have some. You know, some. Um, uh, he this this gentleman had some um, experience with IP. He controlled some some IP in his industry, and and he was uh, he was a really good businessman. He owns a couple businesses, stuff like that. And so uh, he and I were just bouncing stuff off, and he's like asking me really good questions, you know, about the size of the market and, and all of those types of things. We went through this whole, again, couple hours. This was on a Thursday. He goes, I'll tell you what, it's Thursday. Um, give me till Monday. Let me think about this. Um, let me, and I'll give you some feedback. He comes back to me on Monday and said, look, this is not a bad offer that you got, but if you want, if you're interested, if you want to be a CEO, if you want to run a company, I have some people that have invested with me in the past and we can get you started. Um, and, and they became my first investors. Wow. Um, wow. yeah. And, and, and he just said, look, there's, if this is true or if it's even half true, as far as the, the, what's what the market is, you have a gold mine. And, and he said, wow. I, I, I'd like to be a part of it. And so, so again, it was just one of those things I was willing to go out and be humble and ask for advice, um, and, and have, and, and really put a mentor into my life at that point. Because when I signed up with him, number one, we're talking about millions of dollars that have been invested now, you know? Right. And, and, and so <laughs> this it. is, yeah. So, so now, you know, I'm, I'm going to be asking this person advice. He has no idea what a window screen is. He has no idea how right. to make this. He has no idea about our, so, right. so this is just, business and legal advice and, and, and things like that. Um, and, and like I said, he has become invaluable to me. I mean, wow. one of the, the, one of the 
big things that I see people make mistakes when they're starting up companies is getting the wrong partners. You know, uh, have, have a third partner. time in the last week someone has said that. Oh, Unpack that for, for our audience, though. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy how how much of a difference that has made to my journey. Um, not having partners that are like, "Where's my money? Why am I not getting my money back?" You know, right. or, or or taking advantage of a situation when we need more money. You know, th- those types of things. But going, look, we're we're on your side. We want this to be successful. Like, what do you need from us? Um, and then having the you know, having the ability to go to them and say, look, I'm struggling in this. I need some, I, I need some help. Um, man, is it huge. That's so impressive. Now at that point though, where were you in the business? Was it already off the ground validated or were you still in that kind of driving around trying to get interest and, and whatnot? Oh, this was still, so again, the, 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 this came between ugly prototype and working prototypes, right? <laughs> Got so, it. so there was, so, so there was this point now so now those guys put some money in, right? And we got to the working prototypes, my three, my three samples. Now we have to invest a, we have to have a million dollars invested in our first plant. Wow. So, so we went from like, okay, like, you know, the first pro- <laughs> prototypes, you know, cost the some, Lowe's some version. Money, yeah. Right? We, we, yeah. But now if we want to go into production, here's a, here's a new, wow. like we have to put production, we have to put, do manufacturing. Okay. So how did you figure that out? Was this, did this, was it helpful that you had already been in the industry to help with this part or did you have to vet kind of manufacturers and try to figure out where to, to produce this? We, we had to go outside of our industry because there's nothing had been produced like this. Like before. that. Got it. Okay. Yeah, so, so we went to, um, you know, we went to trade shows, you know, we went to automotive shows. I mean, I found, uh, I mean, our industry is so far behind the automotive industry sure. that you know, I had no idea that there was the, the technology that's <laughs> out in the auto industry is like, they have robots playing cards. You know, <laughs> right. it's, it's one of the displays, <laughs> like, uh, like it, it's, it's, it's nuts how, how, um, automated that that industry is and so we went to trade shows and just again i went from hey how do i get interest to now i'm putting a hundred thousand miles a year on my car just trying to figure out ways to make my product you know so it was it was the same drive to to get interest as it was to get manufacturing okay at that point though did you already know it was gonna hey i've got something here or was it only feedback from people saying hey i think you've got something here in other words did you have demand yet or was it people saying dude you've got something what did that look like I had some really polite letters that, that these people had, had written to me. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> um, and and so so I, I had some, I didn't have any commitments yet, because again, this right. is something that had never been produced before. No one had ever put it on a window before. So there's a lot of, I don't want to say apprehension, but there was like, hey, look, man, if you figure this out, you, you know, let's have another conversation. You know, like this is really cool. It's really innovative. Um, but we have to, we have to see where it's going to fit. Um and so, yeah, I mean, we invested a million bucks on like eight letters from customers saying, this is a really cool thing and we would love to have it, but no signed purchase orders or anything like that. It was just, you know, people in our industry that that said, build it and we will come without yep. signing off saying we will come, if that makes sense. Got it. That's fascinating. a lot of faith. Yeah. So, so again, investor money, my life savings and three years of my life. I was pretty, I was making a pretty big bet at that, at that yeah, point. But right? that's interesting. I think you're, I think that's interesting. Um, not predicament, but where was the turning point? When, when did you see, okay, we now I'm coming out, we've got something here. I actually can send a prototype or leave a prototype, a working product. You know what I mean? What did that look like? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, when they put the sign on the door, <laughs> it was a pretty big <laughs> turning point. Um, but but no, when we were we were when we were able to make the first real the first real units, um, you know, again, we were able to get samples out and things like that. But but we had you know we had some stumbling points along the way. You know, our industry is very seasonal, um, and our equipment manufacturer missed the season. So Ooh. so instead of instead of <laughs> us hitting you know getting our equipment in. Um, in January or December so that I can get this out into people's hands so they can make decisions for the upcoming busy season. Cause it's spring, summer, and fall is the window season. Um, you know, we had the, the equipment got delivered in July. I'm like, well, I'm now what? They're like all my <laughs> customers are all busy. Right. You know? And they've already um, ordered all their inventory by that point. Yeah, I mean, they, like, they've, they've ordered inventory yeah. or they've made decisions, right. you know, they, they've, um, so what did you do? Uh, we had some really lean times. So really? So, because yeah. I'm sure you were going to them. They've already selected inventory. They've ordered inventory. They've stacked shelves. They've got their planograms. I mean, they, they weren't going to just go add another product because they thought it might be interesting, right? Right. And, 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 you know, we did have a couple customers that came on, some smaller customers that, you know, at, up to this day, if they need something, my staff is like, drop like everything. Have, like, yeah, I'm like, look, <laughs> yeah. if one of these people call, like, I don't care if you have to deliver something personally, like you get like, they get whatever they want any time for the rest of my life because it, without them, we would, we wouldn't be in business. I love so, that. I love that though. But, That's really cool. Yeah. And, and they were small local guys that, that took a chance and and you know we did a big shark tank party and had them and we actually honored them you know from That's up on really stage cool. and said look we I wouldn't be it. up here standing here without these guys sitting in the third row right there That's um, pretty amazing and but um but yeah i mean and, and then we had what we call what i call the slow yes right so i didn't ha- i had i still haven't had one woman <laughs> manufacturer yes, say i love this hey, one no like where they come in and they're like check this well, thing out and they're like yeah that thing know, sucks let us get that out of this. here you know <laughs> right. they go it was yes, but, right? Ugh. So yes, yes, but who else is using it? Yes, but what happens when this? Yes, but, um, and right. they, they wanted to, they wanted to um, see what the market said before they were willing to to jump off. And uh, one of the books that, you know, you and I, before the podcast, we're talking about writing books. Right. One of the, one of the books I want to write is like the slow yes the almost slow killed yes. me. I like, can't stand the slow yes. Oh, but, the you slow know, yes is so painful. But you're an innovation. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I was thinking about it, like, of course it was a slow yes because it's like i mean mm-hmm. we, nobody has ever bought it this didn't even exist before this guy like we've only sold those old those old window screens back in the back for you know years you know what uh-huh. i mean like it's just new, new and different it, it was and and but you know lucky for us that that lasted about a year and a half so again that first half year was to- toast anyway you know it was just it, like we're the first year entire year of business we're doing that almost every week right now like it's it's crazy how how much our 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 sales trajectory has changed and all that but the um but and then the first real year was a lot of slow yes. So we like I said, a, a, there was a year and a half where I didn't sleep very much. You know? was, <laughs> yeah, because you had um, lots of investment, a lot of years put into it already. Slow yeses. Uh, had you had a big win yet? You know what I mean? Was uh, there a, was there that Keystone customer that you're like, okay, we're well, in. You know, or yeah, did that we, come we later? A, like we, we had um in in the third. So so we started growing again into the second year. We started growing pretty consistently. You know the the it seems like everybody was waiting for that first year. Like, are you still going to be in business right. in a year? <laughs> we'll see um, you next year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, hey, if you're if you if you survived, come back and talk to us. You know that, that kind right. of thing. And so that. we had our. We had, a, we had our first big customer come on that that made flex screen standard on all their windows. And that was, like I said, that was in like year two and a half, you know, that was about, 
And so, and that really changed things. You know, now we're now we're getting into um, manufacturing efficiencies. We're we're doing all that stuff. And and then you know, year three, four, and, and we're we're in year six right now. Sure. Year three, four, things started really ramping up. Um, Got it. You know, we opened up more manufacturing plants. You know, right now we have five manufacturing plants, unbelievable, um, and, including one in, in Canada. Huh. And so, again, going from man, hey kids, we're eating PB and J again this month to, to five manufacturing hey, plans. Man, there's, a, there's a lot that has happened in, <laughs> right. in, in between there. Um, but, okay. Let's talk about the product a little bit. Cause um, sure. we, you know, we've, we've talked about screens a bit and when I did, you know, I was checking out different versions. So there's the standard, the flex view, flex view, clean, flex view, tough, flex view, yep. solar. Talk about what the differences are and like, how, how did you guys decide to go there? And I'm guessing at first it was just one version. Right? So, so the, the, the mesh, the screen mesh that's, so those different, those different versions of the mesh are just our versions of, of the mesh that's, that's already out there. So the real technology is the frame material. The fact that we can, we can put all of those different versions on our screens very easily. It doesn't, doesn't change much within our manufacturing process. That's what kind of makes us unique with those different versions. So, you know, if you want to be able to see a little bit better through through your window, you've had the FlexView clean mesh that goes in there. If you want to, if you have a cat that scratches at the at the window screen all the time, you use the tough mesh. Or if you live in Phoenix where, you know, the sun beats in and, and heats up your house, you use the FlexView solar mesh. So those are those are those different things. And and we um Again, because we were in the industry, those are things that we launched pretty quickly because, it, like I said, it's, it's not much of a difference within right. our manufacturing process. It's just process. different screen yep. or mesh, yep. you call it. I call it screen. Yeah, um, screen Yeah, screen material, mesh, whatever you... Yeah. And do does one version sell better than another? Or is there kind of a, a lead offer? Or, or does it differ depending on the consumer? How, how, what have you found in terms of the different variations? The, the the highest user is what we call the FlexView Clean Mesh. That's that's definitely the 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 highest mover, um, both both online and then also with our wholesale customers that are going you know to the to the window manufacturers. It uh, it's self cleaning, so all that dust, pollen, and debris that sticks to the screen mesh every time it rains, it just rinses off. It Got has it. a hydrophobic coating on it. Um, again, I like cool stuff like water that. repelling like coating, water yeah, repellent screen mesh. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So that's pretty neat. Now, um, yeah. what about route to market were you only selling through retailers or direct to consumer like what did that look like when you were as you were building up the different products yeah. so so we were we were um uh completely for the first couple of years we were completely b2b so o- only wholesale only to the window manufacturers and uh about uh, three years ago again i told you like you know around three year three we we took off and what we did was we went all in on digital marketing um, good. I mean, we just went, I'm like, I, I don't have a million bucks. I have to get to the homeowner somehow. I, ha- I need to create demand to the homeowner. Right. Or awareness. Like, like this exists. Yes, I, I, exactly. Right? I mean, yep. So, so the window manufacturers that, that maybe, maybe were a little bit slow to, to come on, like, well, guess what? If the homeowners are saying they want it, then I well, got to carry it. Now they That's have right. to carry it. Yep. So, um, so we just went all in. I mean, we just, uh, you know, we started doing tons of content, which is so crazy outside of the norm in my industry. Um, it, it, like no one does it. Like they're lucky to have a nice looking website right. that has been updated over the last right. couple of years. Let alone, and, like, and here we are like, content. yeah, we're, we're creating, yeah, we're creating videos, putting yep. out posts every day, all that stuff. 
And what we what we did as we were doing that, I'm like, okay, I need to find a way to pay for this. Um, <laughs> right. Let's start going direct to homeowner. You, you know what I mean? So right. we we started selling direct to homeowner, and we're like, wow, there's money to be made in direct to homeowner sales. That's incredible. Like, That's amazing, you know, right? I make it for X and I sell it to homeowner for Y, and I get more margin than a you know, right. So, <laughs> So, true. so this was, yeah, this <laughs> and was it's about, not very heavy, by the way. These are, while they're bulky, they're not heavy. They're, they're not heavy at all. No. Yeah. Um, you know, now again, oversized, cause you get in some big windows and they're hard to ship sometimes just, just because of the oversized things that FedEx puts, puts us through. <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, so so we said, okay, let's let's give us a try. We we built a website, you know, e-commerce, our first e-commerce website, and we did over a million dollars in the first year. Like, wow. just, and we didn't do other than the, other, we weren't running ads. We were we were just putting content out, and people were flow. finding us. Wow. Um, and then then of course, you know, through that that content marketing and and putting creative content out and putting a lot of it out too, um, and. By the way, again, anybody that's thinking about doing this in their industry, be ready for the ridicule that comes when you're doing something that is outside the norm. Because I would have, right. I'd have customers going, what are you doing? You're making a fool of yourself. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. You <laughs> saw it, didn't you? You made this phone call to me. Like, it got your attention. Right. Guess what? It's getting other people's attention, too. Wow. Um, and we were having fun doing it. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I have a bunch of young people that that work for me and point cameras at me. It's like, okay, well, that's, that's, that's great, let's, right? Yeah, let's, let's put it out there. But, I um, love it. It's it's very effective. I think it also attracts a different consumer or a, a broader consumer. And, I mean, if you look at what is working out in the market right now, video content is, is so huge and it's also a specific type of video content, right? Yep. I mean, it's really interesting. Yeah. And, um, and, and then through that, and I, and I know you, you haven't made the segue into this yet, but through that content that we are creating, you know, the Shark Tank producers found us. <laughs> that was a great segue. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> what did that look like? I'll do your job for you. I got it. I I'll, love I'll it. it yeah, you, it's like you host a podcast, um, <laughs> <laughs> which he does, by the way. Um, so, so did you get an email from the producer? I, you know, I've heard from talking to different folks. What did that look like for you guys? Did you get a phone call? What did that, how did that work? Yeah. Worked? So, so we got a, we got a, a, a we, we got a phone call. So we got a phone call saying, you know, Hey, this is, uh, I can't remember her name, but you know, from, <laughs> Person you know, from Shark one Tank, of the, yeah. one of the casting producers from <laughs> right. Shark Tank and we'd like to have you on. And I'm like, okay, that's one of my buddies, you know, right. <laughs> jerking me around. Anyway. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Cause anytime you invent something like the thing that people say more than anything else I heard was you should go on Shark Tank. You should go on Shark Tank. You should go on Shark Tank because that's what people think. Like, Hey, if you have something innovative, something cool, you know, you should go on Shark Tank. And so I thought people were messing around with me. Then we got the follow-up email, right. With a, with a, with a Sony email address. <laughs> then we got another phone call and the caller ID came up with, you know, Sony, Sony studios. And I'm like, ah, this is serious. E yeah. yeah. Either somebody <laughs> is going way above any prank that I've ever right. pulled. Like they're putting a lot of effort or this is something serious. That's great. And so yeah, we were one of the handful of, of companies that they reach out to every, every, you know, they find them online. Yep. Most contestants have to, you know, they have to send in an application, send in a video, or they have to do the cattle calls right. where you're in line, just like at American Idol for your two <laughs> right. minutes in front of one of the producers. Yep. Um, luckily, we, like I said, they found us, asked us to be on, and, and we, we were able to skip like, you know, that 80 process. Of the steps that it, that we it still takes had to probably fill out the paperwork, I'm guessing. But we still, yeah, we sort of, which is extensive. The, yeah, the, the 300 page <laughs> yes. document. They're like, right. nothing will change on this. There's no negotiations. <laughs> right. Sign it Do or not go let a lawyer look at it. It's, you know? So it is what it is. Yeah. We, we, we had cool. our lawyer look at it, and it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> he's like, 
I wouldn't sign this, but you will. You will. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love that, it. That was pretty much it. Like, he's like, I, the, the opportunity is too big. I know you're going to sign this. And, you know. So, so, okay. So, you're, you get invited to do Shark Tank. Now, I mean, and you, you've watched, and many of our listeners have, I'm sure, watched or are watching, um, and are watching Shark Tank. One of the things I notice is that, you're you're really good if you have your numbers crisp mm-hmm. and tight and and how did was that something that was important as you prepared or what did that look like in terms of your preparation for that well first of all i had seen some episodes of shark tank but i was living it so it wasn't like i was a big fan right because there's like nothing right. that an entrepreneur <laughs> you're like too busy selling screens yeah i'm like <laughs> like I, I don't want to like listen to these people with a 30 billion dollar valuation they have fifty thousand right. dollars in sales like yeah. come on like it, like right. be realistic so, but, but I, you know, I'd watch if it was on that kind of thing. And one of the tasks that you have to do when you're going on Shark Tank, you know, even if they call you, you still have to prepare your pitch, right? So, so you have a, and you have deadlines, you know, they say, okay, by this time you have to have your first draft of the pitch. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I should watch some episodes of this. Cause it was due on Monday. Right. So Saturday morning <laughs> I get up early and I'm like, okay, I'm going to marathon Shark Tank. Right. Oh, wow. and, and my, and my daughter, my, my, um, one of my daughters, comes down and sits down. She's also an early riser. So we start marathoning Shark Tank, right? And we're into like two seasons. And she looks over at me. She goes, Dad, are you sure you want to do this? Right? <laughs> oh, by the way, it's on Monday. I, you know, yeah. Just... <laughs> and and um, she's like, they're really mean to people sometimes. <laughs> uh, and I couldn't tell if she was concerned for me or concerned for her reputation in high school. You know, like, like wow, your dad right. went on and embarrassed oh, yes. your entire family on Shark Tank. Well, there's but, probably some people that look back at their Shark Tank video and are like, uh, maybe you should have done something a little different. Anyway, yeah. that's another but, topic. <laughs> yeah, but but that, that, that kind of leads me to your question. You know, yes, having numbers uh, as I was reading through all or watching all of this, I'm like, there's no possible way I'm going to have Mr. Wonderful stump me on my right. numbers. It's right. not happening. At like, least I am I want to get going, that right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so my partners, again, remember I mentioned you know, how great they are for yep. two weeks leading up to when I flew out there, they quizzed me on the numbers and we practiced as if I was in front, like no notes, no, like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like, no, like pretend that you're in front of these cameras that are going to put this out to millions and millions of people on primetime. And what would you say? And that's what, that's what we went with is, is, and so again, I had these, I had these, you know, faux shark tank experiences before going in there and they were rough on me. Um, and, and it was great because every time they would come up with something, I had an answer prepared, you know, every, in real life when, when they were there, you know what I mean? Like when I'm, when Mr. Wonderful's going, why are your margins so low? I'm like, well, that's because we're growing our company. Like if I stopped right. growing, I, mean, I would have made a million bucks last year. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, so, um, so yeah, I was not going to be stumped on my numbers. Now the person in front of me who I could hear got blasted. Oh, that- <laughs> That's was awkward. Terrible. So you're back behind the doors hearing yeah, all that. I'm in the green room oh, listening to everything. Oh my and, gosh. And I'm like, oh my god. But don't goodness, you be nervous. <laughs> right? yeah. and, the, and you have a producing team that comes in and works with you. They work with you through the whole process, right? And they're like, don't be afraid. It's okay. You're better prepared. You're you got this. You know, they're they're like handling me, you know, as I'm ready to run out the, It is entertainment like, also. <laughs> it is well, entertainment. Yeah, right? and it's not and and this is the one thing that people have to understand about Shark Tank. It's a TV show first. That's right. You know, and 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 so when you have that in your back of your head, like they need people to go out and do terribly. Not that they're trying to make that happen. You know, like they they want to give everybody a realistic shot. But if you don't do your job 
and, and prepare ahead totally. of time, you deserve to be embarrassed. I don't, I don't know That's how right. else to say it. And that sounds so or harsh. Or don't go on the show. I mean, like, or don't go, why, you why go there? If you, yeah, exactly. Yep. And you have plenty of time to prepare. You have um, plenty of time to prepare. Fast yep. forwarding a bit. So you and Lori, I guess, struck a deal. Uh, we did. And uh, how did that... How has that played out? In other words, like you know, after you know, like mm-hmm. has that helped? Has it been was the the show a help for your brand? Did you see uptick in sales just in general? Like, what did that look like? Yeah, well, we just did a um, we we just did like a a, a revisit uh, episode a couple weeks ago now, and and um, so they they kind of talked about you know how much our sales have gone up. I mean, it's just I mean, it's incredible what Shark Tank does <laughs> I, for your company. It, it. it really is. It's it's not so even, even without the investment, just the brand awareness, and I mean, I can only imagine the numbers you saw on your website and orders and uh, whatnot, right? Yeah, and and for us again, it's 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 all about awareness, right? Because my my business is still mainly wholesale. Now with with Lori comes a lot of retail opportunities. So we actually partner with a big company called Saint Cobain, um, who already has shelf space in all the big boxes and stuff like that. So we actually partner with them to bring it to the big boxes because I don't ha- I didn't have the the know how or the staff to do that, right? Sure. There, there's a there is a an industry that has nothing but selling to those guys. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a window guy. You know, I'm a, I'm a window right. salesman. So, so we partnered with them, um, and so you know we're already on on HomeDepot.com. You know, if you go to HomeDepot.com slash FlexScreen, we're there. They're going to have displays um, at, in every single Home Depot this summer. So Dude, again, that's huge. It's awesome. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's it's, it's enormous. And. Um, and of course, Lori was a big part of that. I mean, it, I, I say this to people all the time. Like, there's a reason that those people are sitting there. Yes, they're great personalities and, and all that stuff. But those sharks know what they're doing. They, they have an expertise that not a lot of people have. You know, Lori and her team, you know, they made a, a, a stool that you use to go to the bathroom, a household name, right? They, they made right. squatty potty, <laughs> which is literally, it's potty. a stool that you use to go to so, the bathroom right. is a household That's name. Like is. you knew exactly who I was talking about, <laughs> right. right? Of course you know, I did. Sponge Daddy is, is, oh my is God. one of the I know. biggest brands ever to come out of, of, of Shark Tank. I know. It's a sponge. Yeah. There isn't much unique about it, but they, they, they're really good at marketing. They're really good at getting the, the product placement where it's supposed to be. Um, and, and I just told cool. her, I just literally, I just told her the other day as, as the Home Depot order started rolling in, I'm like, I'm going to be bigger than Sponge Daddy. It, it, it's Scrub Daddy. <laughs> so and, and so I get like a little, I get a little text message back it, with a, like I mean, a, a smiley face emo, emoji con, like emoji. It is a like, different price point and so, I mean, you know, it'd be interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I hope so. Like, go for it. Like, so awesome. and, and it wasn't, I wasn't being arrogant. It was just like it, her team, first of all, dealing with any of those guys on a day-to-day basis. I, I remember like Lori called me on a Friday night as she was out walking her dog. I'm like, is this real life? Is this happening? Like, I mean, like, she's got to walk her dog. I mean, I, she's got to walk her dog, right. but like, like flex screen popped in, it popped in her mind and she's like, Hey, I'm calling you. Like she called me on her cell phone. Like it's just so such a weird thing. It's pretty cool. But they're, they're really good. They are really, really good. And and so that's been, that's been huge. That's so great. Um, I love yeah. that. And I love hearing that. Now I love the story. Um, what, how did COVID help or hurt you guys? Or was it almost a, it seems like a lot of housing projects, going on the last year did that help you guys or was it just kind of like already you were growing and just kind of continued the growth 
Yeah, we were already growing. What what we see in our industry is, uh, as I had mentioned, the seasonality of things. Um, and because the building industry has gone berserk through COVID, like right. you can't buy a two by four <laughs> right now. It's ridiculous, right? It is crazy. Like the pricing on just wood. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and so, and, and you know, sh- and shelves are bare at Lowe's and Home Depot and stuff like yep. that. But so what has happened is we didn't slow down like we normally would December, January, February. We, we're, we're seeing the same numbers that Got we it. were expecting, you know, because we, we had, again, we're growing. So we, we had anticipated being up 60, 70%. It, but but our year over year is up over 100% because we wow. never slowed down in, in January, February. So we right. would expect those to be dips and they just didn't. Got so, it. Interesting. Yeah, That's so, exciting. Yeah. Man. Um, so what's ahead? You know, what are your priorities as we go into the, the, the well, we're already into the new year. We're in first quarter 2021 as we're recording this. Like what, what does the, the rest of this year look like? Anything you're really focused on for growth? Yeah, we, uh, I mean, first of all, in some ways it's, it's like surviving, like the, the sleepless going, right? nights, yeah, the, the sleepless nights of not having enough sales. Right. Now my Make COO enough and product like, of the right product. Yeah. yeah <laughs> now we're like, what happens when, what happens right. if, like, if all these guys that say they're coming on this year, come on, like, how do we produce that many? Right. So we're, we're spending it's a high a class ton. problem, man. It's a high yeah. class problem. It, again, I, but but the, the, you know, for me going from a couple of years ago, being a, a humble salesman to now, you know, we just wrote purchase orders for over a million dollars of new equipment just to be able to keep up. And I'm like, and, and I'm taking it as like an everyday thing. Like, oh yeah, let's write that purchase right. order. You know, like, <laughs> like, a million dollars. Yeah. Need yeah, to, I'm like, need that equipment. I mean, uh, yeah. How many zeros am I putting <laughs> right. on this? Like, uh, you know, it's like, I've uh, never wrote a check for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. I'm like, this is insane that we're doing this, but that's, that's the phase that we're in right now is it just it. in rapid growth you know we we opened we opened our first international so we're, we went to we opened a plant in toronto yeah that's what i was gonna also so, ask i mean isn't there a whole market for this beyond the home depots and you know kind of north america market yeah i mean we're we're um you know we're I, I, we have plans of of going into the the uk um you know the uh south america australia those are all really big targets for for us and um you know so we're already talking to um cup companies about you know hey how do we what, what what's it going to take for us to get a manufacturing plant down here what, what sort of commitments can you make so that we can bring flex green to south america mexico uh, australia um you know the the, the EU and stuff totally. like that. So, wow. yeah, it's a lot of potential growth. Um, it is. No, this has been so exciting, I, and I just love uh, the brand and where you guys are coming. It's, it's just a great story, too, right? I mean, people want to be part of it. Um, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, um, connect with the brand, order product, etc. Yeah. So if you go to flexscreen.com, um, you can, you can order screens, you can learn more about us. Uh, we'd love to have you check it out. Uh, if you have any interest as, as you had mentioned, you know, I have, uh, I have a podcast that I do with my wife and some friends, love you know, we, we, um, you know, it's, it's all about living an extraordinary life. It's really not business. Um, there's business things in there, but it's about living a life that is, is, uh, just, bigger than than average and uh and then we also do a blog called lessons from the tank so just some lessons that that we've learned through the through the years you know from that we kind of relate back to flex or back to shark tank and that's on joealtieri.com so it's j-o-e-a-l-t-i-e-r-i.com so you can check out that stuff there 
that's so great. And uh, you know, you talk about writing a book. Do you know, just keep writing down all these experiences, and then you know, <laughs> at some point, you'll be able to tell the story. You know, um, beyond just podcasts and interviews here and there. So I'm excited to see that. And hey, man, we'd love to have you back on um, for sure down the road. To Absolutely, cover not only you know what's next and how things are, are moving for you, but just even more of the lessons learned that you you know you pick up along the way, man. And it's been so great having you on the podcast today. It's been a blast. I thank you so much for your time and uh, for all of your listeners, uh, millions and millions and millions of listeners. I, I'm so thankful that they took the time to listen. <laughs> millions and millions. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you being here. <laughs> My pleasure. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.